0: Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford. And joining me for this episode, we will be discussing Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I have uh, my two boyfriends. First up is my podcast husband. He hosts Power of X-Men. Spring. Hi, my love.
1: I'm so happy to be here. I love you. I love you both I- so much.
0: <laughs> I love you too, my sweet angel. Um, and next up we have... Uh, my cosplayer boyfriend, who yeah,
2: is is here. <laughs> I'm also here, and my name is Michael Ham. I was trying to think of a second thing. <laughs> you're like, what? What is? What, how can I make him feel like he's part of this? I like to think that I'm like your guys's son, but like adopted, <gasps> so it's kind of still sexy.
1: And I'm like <laughs> young, but <laughs> There's like, a, like a gay porn website dedicated about that. It's called like Family Book. You just. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, I think I've seen that porn, Michael. <laughs> family Dick, who can sponsor us at yeah We'll fully do that. Oh my God. It's
2: just whenever you two argue about something, I'm like, oh my God, my dads are fighting.
0: <laughs> when do we argue?
2: I'm, I'm sure we have. <laughs> uh, literally, spoiler for the rest of this episode, when my two dads start yelling at me. <laughs> 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 oh my God, this is a porno. Oh no, turn it off. <laughs> stop, stop. Stop it. Why are you showing him Family Dick? with? Dick. Hemi is just leaning into it. <laughs> oh my god, this is an explicit episode Hello. already. Put the E tag on there.
0: I, I was very happy the other day when someone mentioned your podcast, uh, Day Spring, in my Slayer Fest 98's eight's uh, Discord server. Someone like quoted you because you like did that research to find out there wasn't actually someone at the Hollywood Reporter for that like Jean Grey rumor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: First of all, the casting was great, and I was excited by it, and everyone's reporting on it, but I was like, okay, let me go to the original source, which was this blog post for someone Mm. named Randy Palm, forgetting what the the alleged reporter's name was, does not exist anywhere on the (laughs) internet. Someone literally woke up, went on Instagram, and made up a story. And then everyone's reporting on it, getting angry, and of course because the casting they had for Jean is a woman of color, then there were all of these hateful comments everywhere, and... It was for nothing. Like it's just an empty story. Like it's made up, and it just infuriated me. But
0: I don't know why. Awful. Like I know that's common, but I just don't know why people do that shit. Like it feels like because eventually people are gonna know you're lying. So like, ugh. yeah, but well, you have
2: fifteen minutes of fame, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, why don't people bad. just Google it? Like I would never post something. And not be like, okay, let me check the original source, you know, really quickly to see what they said. And by the way, I thought Simone Ashley, I believe that's her name, great casting mm. for Gene. I would happily love her. But also, it's just also uh,
0: like, I just feel like we, it's very obvious they're not casting X Men yet. You know what I mean? Like, anytime one of those pops up, it's like very obviously not true because they're not they're just not casting them
2: yet. Like I don't not- know. Six months ago, Colton Haynes posted a picture of Iceman, and I think that's who they casted oh for God. sure.
1: As we will discuss with that, the MCU is doomed. <laughs> 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 so, Jesus.
0: yeah, so, well, actually, you know, uh, Day Spring, I am very proud of you, because I remember the one time when you posted something, you were like, is this real? And I was like, it is not. Look at the <laughs> handle. And you're like, oh, great, got it. I don't even remember what it was, but that, I fucking blocked that disgusting uh, film account because that would happen like every day someone would be tagging Slayerfest on Twitter to be like, "Look, did you see this?" and it's like, "No, that's not a real account." Like I had to block that account cuz it was just like their their engagement is bananas. Like it'll get like 200,000 likes on like a made-up fake rumor. Oh boy. And it's
1: I mean, like, I think we just have a responsibility, you know, once you start having a community and you're kind of reporting on things just to do like the basic one-on-one research. I mean, I I worked at Out, The Advocate, other places when I graduated. This is Journalism 101. You know what I mean? So if you're going to open up your doors and have a community, I think you have a responsibility for the truth. So
0: sometimes even if it's like, it seems legit, but I'm just not sure. I won't. I like won't repost it till I'm like sure.
1: Yeah, until I see a credible source. Right, right. now.
0: Yeah, yeah, because it's always like, uh, MCU. You know, Fan Zone ten five eight is like reporting some shit, and it's like, okay, but where did this come from?
1: Like, or when Hammy is saying Colton Haynes is going to play Iceman, then I know. <laughs> then I, let's <laughs> let's That's real. The it's real. It's happening. Right Wait, wait, wait. But
2: before we get into the Guardians, because I know that's literally what we're supposed to be here for. I have more questions about reporting. But is it like okay to be like, so and so has reported that blah, 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 so that you don't get in trouble for reporting something?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you should always credit the source. And that's what I was doing with the Randy Paul thing with the Simone Ashley casting of Jean Grey. I saw it everywhere else. I was like, okay, let me just see the original source. Like, where did he get this information? Was it just like a leak or something that he was given? But no, yeah. If I wanted to, I could have said Instagram account, blah blah blah, is <laughs> but then that's you're doing it for the entire internet, you know. Jean Gray
2: Stan underscore Dayspring has reported the casting for. <laughs> <Jean Grey. laughs>
0: official announcement (laughs) it's always and it's always like a dumb post where it's like this person is joining the MCU and it's just like a random like do you guys remember I feel like I think it was like right after it was like official that the X-Men were going to be and everyone was like oh Shia LaBeouf is going to be Iceman and then there was people like outrage and I was like there's no way they've cast someone already like they just haven't they just got the rights to this Well, and like it was just like exhausting, so it was like people on both sides being like, "Oh my god, he's gonna be in it," and people being like, "Oh, he's a terrible actor. Why would they cast?" And it's like, "They, this is obviously fake." Like,
1: and it was, and it was. And here's the thing: they're gonna be doing the Fox X Men in the MCU with Secret Wars and Deadpool three. Yeah. So I, I, I wager they're trying to lock in as many Fox X Men as they can for a goodbye. And then after Secret Wars, however the MCU looks afterwards, they'll bring in their own yeah. new MCU X-Men. So I just don't, I, it's not going to happen anytime soon.
0: Right. Like it's 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 a long ways away, I think. Yeah. But yeah, so we are here to talk uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday <laughs> special, which I just watched like <laughs> 20 minutes ago. I just finished. Um, I sent to our group DM uh, that I was misty-eyed the whole time. Um, but I was trying to think of because Hammy, I know it wasn't your favorite. Um, Gasp! I do I, I will know. the thing I will give you is it is corny, but I don't care. Like I fully be- if you're like it was corny, I will b- give you that because it, it is corny, but like Christmas specials are. I don't know. Um, but I loved it. I'm it's weird. Like I am not religious at all. Like there's not a part of me that's like, ooh, God and Jesus, but like Christmas makes me like christmas and the muppets are like two things that like i don't know why but just make me nostalgic for like being a kid like it reminds it makes me emotional makes me remember when i was happy (sighs) um and like like, you know like being like a fun like little kid having fun with his like action figures and like christmas music playing or like whatever like that star wars used to feel that way for me but now that there's like a thousand other things i don't feel nostalgic for it um so that's like, that's why something that I can be like, yes, this is corny, but also I loved it. That's why I could still like love this. But uh, Hammy, give us your, what did you feel about it? And it's okay. okay. Be honest. Okay. All right. No, no, no.
2: I think, no, I think I, I agree. Like I, Christmas and Halloween are my all times for very different reasons. Like Christmas is just like the one of the most important times to me. So I get it. All of my favorite Christmas movies are fucking cheesy, they're over the top, they're and, and I thought that this brought a lot of that to it. Um mm. but I feel like my criticism was like it it almost brought too much. Like it rather than being an homage to a bunch of Christmas movies, it just felt like cuz it, it wasn't that long. So it just felt like it was it just felt lazy. That was my feeling about it. I was like, I've seen everything that this is doing. I've seen in other Christmas movies, and I'm not. And every other Christmas movie has done it better. All right, you've just name added a Christmas space. movie where they
0: kidnapped Kevin Bacon.
2: There so <laughs> many. No, no, no. Listen. <laughs> My, i feel like there are so many my christmas movies
1: now <laughs>
2: <laughs> my husband and my son i better leave um <laughs> i hope you don't There's get so up to day. anything <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but like, okay think about like nightmare before christmas is all about them kidnapping santa claus like kidnapping mm-hmm. is not like an odd thing like an odd theme for a christmas m- movie or like we're going to get our son from university and he hates christmas but we're going to take him home and drive him on this long road trip that he hates being a part of and so like it the whole movie was just like a christmas cliche a christmas cliche a christmas cliche which typically is 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 good i think but i'm just watching it and i'm like okay well you didn't come up with that idea 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 and then I'm like, okay, well, I guess the the movie's over. Even the rotoscoping at the beginning, I'm like, okay, that's, you know, a hint to this. And that's a nod to this. And I think one of the problems with the MCU right now is it's, it's all just Easter eggs. Like when I was on YouTube, it was like the 87 Easter eggs from Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday. And I was like, why the fuck are there 87 Easter eggs in a 30-minute TV show? Yeah. And it's just- okay. Here's a quip. Here's a joke. Here's a quip. Here's a joke. Here's a quip. Here's a, joke, here's a joke. Here's a quip. Here's a joke. It's over. And I was like, Oh, I'm watching fucking Thor: Love and Thunder again. God, we don't have to that. No. <laughs> that uh,
0: that okay, I, no. I will not. That I will not tolerate. That is rude. Do not call this <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, Day Spring, though, I want to know what you thought. Because I feel like we felt the same about this.
1: Yeah. So listen, peak for me, Mantis and Drax at a gay club in Las Yes! <laughs> I love that. Fucking. Okay. On like that was amazing listen here's the thing with the hammy i don't disagree with you i think the mcu is having a huge problem right now i think wakanda forever was a great movie as much as i loved it and i'm hoping that's more of a return to form but we've just had a slew of really mediocre mcu content and this isn't bad it's just not great and i think when you watch it it's fun if you really love the characters in 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 a really yeah. particular way. I love the Guardians movies are my favorite. I love Guardians 2 is probably my top 5 in my top 5 MCU. Movies. No. Yeah, base yeah. Spring?
0: Oh my god, wait. 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 Because I get dragged regularly on my own podcast because I love Guardians 2 oh so god. much.
1: It's my favorite that opening with Baby Groot and it's uh, all about-
2: Oh my God. I'm on the wrong podcast.
0: <laughs> We're just renewing our vows is all. Um,
1: I- <laughs> my boy, look at your daddy's renewing their vows. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I I, think if like, here's the thing. Guardians 2 is all about this dysfunctional family coming yes. together and, and finding strength in everyone's differences and coping with the trauma we inflict on each other and still choosing to be family. I love that so much.
0: I, I think the thing with that I will say, and like, you know, we all, all three of us love Buffy and love X-Men here, is that Guardians is the only team in the MCU right now that actually feels like found family. They try to push that with Avengers, but they're mostly co-workers who save the world together, and they like each other for the most part. But like, I think Guardians is the only one that actually drives home the found family or chosen family, like, aspect that we're supposed to be getting from all of them. And like, they do feel like a, like, Dysfunctional family, and that's why I love them so much.
2: I agree. Like Guardians, the the first Guardians movie is probably in, in my top. F- like, it's probably my top five, and even closer to number one if you don't include like the big, the big ones like mm. Endgame or yeah, you know, like the ensemble pieces. Like, I think as a standalone film, Guardians is like my favorite Marvel property potentially. Guardians 2, I I was not a fan of because I I feel like James Gunn just gets off the fucking rails sometimes. And he's like, isn't this so funny? Like,
1: Yeah, he has that Ryan Murphy syndrome where they just run with their tone and their jokes like a certain way and it just becomes oversaturated. I'm not going to disagree with that.
2: But I agree with the found family thing too. Like that's why I loved Guardians 1, like seeing them all come together and being like, we all hate each other and going to like, actually, you know what? We kind of fuck like this is cool <laughs> like this is good. Uh, honestly, I don't remember too enough to criticize it if I'm being honest because I saw it one time. <laughs> but Guardians quite- of the Galaxy one is the only DVD of any Marvel movie that I own because it was like my all time favorite movie.
1: <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. look at that! I love that. <laughs> um, we need to watch Guardians too. We have to watch it with Hammy. Yes, and. Oh and, like, God. make him a believer. So my first one would be Winter Soldier. Number two would probably be Guardians Volume 2. Those are my... I,
0: with Winter Soldier, I was saying this the other day because uh, one of my old managers at work is, like, he's been doing, like, a, a very slow burn MCU rewatch and he's just gotten to Winter Soldier. Like, then he does, like, only two or three a month. Um, mm. And he's just literally, he doesn't have pocket. He's just, like, doing it because he likes the MCU stuff. Um, but he'll, like, we have a group chat and he'll, like, be like, update, watch this, still think this. And he like sent, he was like update, like winter Soldier is still one of the best MCU movies. Um, and I was saying that like, I do agree that it's one of the best, but I don't know that it's my favorite only because I'm not a big fan of when it's all like human. Ty- like, I'm like, hey, give me an actual super, like super powered superhero, not just like people who can punch a lot. Um, so like for me, that's like more of like a really good, like political army type thriller. But like, it's not my. F- if that makes sense, like, I still think it is yeah. probably the best MCU movie. But like, it's just not my favorite because I prefer like Scarlet Witch shooting powers out of her
1: hands. or I mean, like Captain listen, <laughs> mind. I love Wanda, but I right. cannot, in good faith, ever call Multiverse of Madness a good movie. Oh, no. but- uh,
0: th- speaking of what. Uh Day Spring gets people to do Hammy. That I think we did our live reaction at like midnight the night it came yeah, out. Yeah.
2: Right? Oh my God. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. He just surprised. like dm
0: me and he was like, Do you want to do this tonight? And I was like, Yeah, sure. And I got out of the movie, came home, and we did we recorded a live reaction. Day Spring can probably- get
2: anything he wants. He is the <laughs> Wanda. He is the the sort of manipulator
1: of reality. <laughs> my God, drag me to filth there.
2: Thank
1: you. <laughs> I, I need that power. <laughs> They'll make you Wiccan then. If I'm Wanda, and then Ian is Vision and that makes you Wiccan or Speed. There we Perfect. go. Perfect. Whichever. I'm Wiccan on Speed. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's So, one.
0: getting back to this, um, the thing I thought this did really well is we got to know Mantis more. Agree. Um, I thought they did a good job of kind of... Because, I, I again, I love to, but I did, like, some, like, friends had legit critiques of mantis's portrayal of like oh the asian the only asian woman who's a superhero is kind of like the the like housekeeper or maid to ego and she's just kind of like his like house person right like she didn't do and she didn't get to do that much in that movie other than that yeah and so like i fully understand those critiques and like you know but i thought this did a good job of like making her more of a character um and like you know seeing her yell at drax like she wasn't just smiling all the time and giggling she was like no dude, you're messing it up like her yelling at him and like learning that she was worried to tell peter that they are you know step siblings that didn't feel like it, it, that felt like depth that we hadn't gotten before for her
1: yeah i really so i loved her in volume 2 i've loved <clears throat> her in, uh, in uh, infinity war I, I just, I love the character very much. And I think she brings so much heart and this, you know, oh, so much innocence to it. Like, it's just so wonderful. I, I'm curious if, here's the thing, like, that them being step-siblings was something everyone was speculating from that scene with Ego back in Volume 2, where we see, you know, a mantis-looking individual with him in the background like, Oh, they may be step siblings. I wonder if that was a genuine Easter egg or if the MCU is just listening to Twitter and speculations and trying to confirm things yeah. to these fans, because we are seeing that a lot where the MCU is listening to social media and sort of leaning into things. Um, that that would be the only, like, question mark I have on it. But I love that it is confirmed. It It's in canon. And I like that she has agency over her story. And she's just yes. not, like, an, a prop. You know, like, a theatrical yeah. prop there for the audience.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, they, like... I just always appreciate... And, like, I don't know. We're all queers here. I, I feel like queer folks are always attracted to the more, like, side characters that aren't getting their, like, time to shine. And... So I always like seeing like a, a side character get like their own kind of story. Um, so I liked that this was her story, and especially she's you know uh, if it was Gamora, I'd feel like yeah, well we've gotten a lot of this character, but like she's not someone we have gotten that much of. Um, yeah, I don't know, Hammy, what'd you feel about about Mantis in this? Uh,
2: Mantis was I was I was pleasant. Ma- Mantis is what saved this for me, uh-huh. I think, in the end because I think Palm is. An incredible actress, and every time she's on screen, she is doing something hilarious, whether or not she's the focus of it. Um mm. so I really think like she is the actress sold it for me. Drax, I will get into that later. But uh <laughs> I I did I love the idea of of this being solely based on her, and I love the idea that like we're doing it now. Like Mantis is is Star Lord's sister, and we're learning that now, so we don't have to deal with it. Later in Guardians Three kind of thing, right like let's mm-hmm. let's get some of that out of the way now and let her have her shining moment because I doubt they'll do a lot with her in Guardians Three, which
1: is tragic. It's so funny. you took the words right out of my mouth there i I, I think that's how I'll sum up. I'm glad they got this subplot out of the way, and it's here, and if anyone's curious about it, when they see Volume Three, they can just come see watch the a
2: Christmas special in the middle of June.
1: <laughs> But, I, you know, so Palm was in a movie with Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen called Ingrid yeah. Goes West. Yes. And she wasn't uh, the main in there, but she was like secondary. But the second she came on screen, I mean, she just she's so captivating. And I want to see her integrate it more. I would love to see her reunite with Elizabeth Olsen. And uh, obviously, we know Aubrey Plaza is coming to um, at the Agatha show. So I agree. The thing that I like about Palm is that she can play in the sandbox with the other kids very well. And she's fun to see how people would react to her as a character.
0: Um, Ingrid Goes West. I saw a screening in New York where the director, the director, the writer came out after to do like a discussion. And like, I wanted to leave because that movie made me so anxious just because like, I kept like cringing. And like, I... It's great. And they're both so, everyone's so good in that movie. But like, it was one of those movies that, like, I just was like, so, like, oh, like my shoulders were so tense. I was like, I need a drink.
1: (laughs) Okay. That it may also be one of my favorite movies ever. I can read, I don't know if I would call it one of my favorite movies, but for me, that movie has a lot of rewatchability. Like, I can just put it on in the background and just keep watching it and never get bored by it because of the performances in it.
0: I, so for me, it's like, it's uh, have either of you ever seen Requiem for a Dream? Oh yeah. yes. Okay, yeah. so like that movie is unpleasant, right? Doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not in like <laughs> not fun. Um, and that's how I felt about Ingrid Goes West. It was like I don't need to see this movie again. That stressed me out so fucking much. Like I felt like those are movies I consider like the way some people feel about like horror movies is how I feel about like Ingrid Goes West and Requiem for a Dream. Because when she's just also like I. I always feel like when there's a character that's, like, just completely unhinged, there's, like, a part of me that I'm like, this could be me. Like, in some universe, I could have this breakdown and become this person.
1: Oh, yeah. Ian Goes (laughs) West. Or Ian Goes East. That's going to be the name of the sequel.
2: (laughs) I just, I relate to it too much on both ends because I'm like... Oh, there are like weird internet people who are trying to become my best friends and and, like learn so much about my life unbeknownst to me through secret underground methods. But then also (laughs) like... (laughs) the one time,
0: secret underground methods (laughs) jesus christ
2: (laughs) there are like like people online who will like figure out who i'm friends with and then figure out who their friends are and then message them and then become with friends with like their friends which are actually my friends and become with my friends with my friends and then try to become friends with me through them
1: and it's a fucking nightmare are you but saying then... Ingrid Goes West is actually based? Oh my God! You are Elizabeth Olsen. You are oh, the Wanda in the situation for Ingrid Goes West, and we Except... are
2: the Aubrey Plaza. No, no, <laughs> no, <Aubrey
1: Plaza's. laughs> Yeah, she if
2: you Hispanic. guys have friends who are asking you about like me, be careful. No, no, we are the ones trying to <laughs> ask people about you. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that makes a lot more sense. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> that's, that's
0: what we got here, Hammy. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh my God! No, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, see, Okay, but deadass, one time I was I got like, I was at a con and Zachary Quinto was there, who, who knows? Ooh, Loki is like a twat now But anyway, he was there and I like was like, oh my god. Okay, what? Like, I'm gonna get a photo op with him. I have five seconds. What's the one sentence I can say to him that he'll like remember forever and be like, that was a really cool guy. Like, I should figure out who that was. So like, I'm also the Ingrid. <laughs> um, whenever <laughs> I meet like a beautiful celebrity, I'm like, no, I can, I can do this. I can win them over. I've got this. I've got this. Wait, wait, what,
1: what? did you tell him though? Were you like Siler is like the best like villain ever? <laughs> I said fucking nothing, and I <laughs> hugged him. And
2: I don't think I was allowed to touch him. And he has the worst, I have a picture of it. I'll send it to you guys. It is the worst picture I've ever taken with a human being in my entire life. He looks like he wants to die.
1: But that, who, who is speechless and starstruck in front of Zachary Quinto though? Like, what is wrong with you? Okay, oh wait, wait. Okay. But no, he is really hot. And like,
0: uh, the one time I went to San... We are not talking about the thing we're supposed to be talking about. The <laughs> one time I went to San Diego Comic-Con was like, I think Heroes Season Two had maybe aired. So it was like peak mm-hmm. of like everyone loved Heroes. And me and-, and my two friends were just like leaving the con and walking, looking for a restaurant we could walk to. And as we're walking by Urban Outfitters, I'm on the phone with my other friend. And as I'm talking to her, I was like, wait, I have to go. I think Zachary Quinto's standing next to me. And I was standing outside Urban Outfitters smoking a cigarette. And I was like, hi. Are you? And he went, Yeah, I'm Zachary Quinto. What's your name? And I was like, I'm 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 Ian. Can we get a picture? And like I was so mad because my straight best friend was is the one with like who has like Zachary Quinto's arm around him in the picture, and I'm next to my straight best friend. And I'm like, (laughs) that is rude and homophobic.
1: Photoshop. Photoshop. (laughs) I don't believe you. First of all, send all these photos to me. And secondly, Ian, it's so funny, in that area. I saw him by the Jonathan Adler store, like maybe like seven years ago. And my <laughs> friend was like, oh my God, that's Zachary Quinto. And I was like, what, who? Like, it took me a second there to remember him because it had been a minute. And right, then I yeah. also saw him at um, the Ritz in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, but I was I was no. <laughs> focused and alcohol to like, no, it was him. Oh my god.
2: <laughs> Ian, you can edit this into two separate podcasts. You can have the Guardians <laughs> podcast and then you can have the like random Kiki side note podcast
1: about every quinto, right. right? And every so, other uh, Anyway. Tammy, give yes. us
0: your You said you said you had something to say about Drax because I think I might agree with you.
2: Um so my my opinion on Drax is just like the bit is over. The like I don't get how Earth stuff works and I take everything literal it was a I'm just kind of done with it. And like when he laughs at things that like shouldn't be laughed at, like it's just a kind of cliche. He's like, I wish there was more death on this planet. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, we get it. It's not it's not funny anymore. It's bad now. um so I will
0: say oh, Drax is my least No, no, no. Oh, I oh, agree I really with you. <laughs> Drax is my least... I love the Guardians of the Galaxy so much, but Drax is my least favorite. I never... I don't think I ever found it. Like, even before it... Because you're right. It, like, okay, we get it. This is the shtick. And then they overplayed it. But even before it was overplayed, that feels like jokes. <sighs> this is going to be... I'm going to be a fucking snob for a second. I try very hard not to be a, a shitty snob on the podcast. <laughs> um... I'm a channel 20 year old Ian, but like, it feels like fucking jokes that like people who like think like saying like, Oh, that's emo is funny. And like, it's like, but this is, what is this? This isn't even a, what's the joke here? Like, I don't, it feels like humor. Like my parents both really like Drax Like they think he's funny, which they're 76. They're allowed to think whoever the fuck they want is funny. But like, that feels like more that audience and not like, just not for me.
1: Well, I I like what you said there because I I've had that problem before when I'm trying to discuss my feelings on certain things, and it's like it, it has nothing to do with the character being yeah. literal and making this kind of uh, making a joke. But you're gonna dissect the narrative here, like the words that actually make up the joke, the approach to it. It's just not good. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It, it, and you know, for me to to even agree with you, Hammy, and, and piggyback off what you we were saying, there was this. Um, where was the scene where they're trying to get into Kevin Bacon's house and he throws Mantis over, but then he hops over himself. I'm like, why didn't you just carry her over? Right, you know, yeah. Why did not you okay, just so- grab her and, like, jump over?
2: Mantis also hops, like, 12 feet oh. in the air when they're running away from the police. Yes. And I'm like,
1: what is happening? Right. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. That's it's lazy writing because the powers, right? That's such a like trope in comics. Like, the powers only work a certain way when the scene demands it, right? Their power limitations only when you need it.
0: We are first a Buffy podcast, so I will say I can't really go too hard on inconsistent powers because my (laughs) beloved, I love Buffy to death, but her powers, that first season she is jumping over, like, walls. She is, like, Like, doing
1: gate. She did what Mantis couldn't. Like, I still remember Buffy jumping like that. Oh my god, yes.
0: And the bad, they had, like, no budget, so it's just, like, her feet hitting the ground.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God, I do love season one Buffy a lot. But, like, you know what what I mean? Like,
0: especially season one her powers are like all over the place and like sometimes a human can beat her up but sometimes a human is like very easy for her to like push over and knock out um yeah so i feel like genre can be inconsistent uh i also was wondering do you know day spring was this like did they do this while doing guardians 3 or like while they did okay
2: it was during was it during guardians 3 or during guardians 2
1: this was filmed during Guardians 3, which just wrapped filming not too long ago. Okay, but that's why it has a really nice like cinema graphic. Yeah. I don't know the terminology. Why it looks like a movie. Because I do yeah, think I, that's uh, good. I mean, there's some things with the Disney Plus shows that they look kind of cheap. This did not look cheap. This, to me, looked really good. I have I, yeah. to butt in here. I have to
2: butt in here because this Uh-oh. was actually one of my complaints was like Uh-oh, the whole time angry. I was... The whole time <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I was watching it, I just kept going, oh, they did that to cut costs. Oh, they did that to cut costs. Oh, they did that to yeah. cut costs. Well, I'm like, sure they didn't do...
1: Yeah, I'm sure like post like post edits and stuff like that, yeah.
2: We're going to put okay. Groot in a sweater, or not Groot. We're going to put Drax in a sweater so that we don't have to do his makeup applications on his chest. We're going to make Groot swole because we can just put a dude in a costume rather than having to pay to CGI it. Oh Cosmo's going to have no, a voice caller. No, 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 like, the whole time I was watching, it, I, I was like, you paid... Palm probably the least out of every other actor so you were like let's give her this episode every time i watched (laughs) it i was like james gunn hired like a band who were his friends like to do like the number the intro i was just like y'all didn't want to spend
1: a dollar on this (laughs) i have been listening to the intro song by old 97 on repeat bitch Uh, no i loved it i have been like, I've been going, ho, 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 and I can't sing, or I don't have any keys. <laughs> I and do love the song. <laughs> I do love the song. It was so much fun. I loved it so much. Hammy just yeah. hates
0: fun. That's all.
2: I hate <laughs> fun. I, I do hate fun. I did love the song. I just like... For a show that I I started it, it's 44 minutes. I was like, okay, that's shorter than I thought, but I'm into it. Then, of course, Marvel, nine minutes of credits. You've got like a 35-minute show. (laughs) Then five minutes of it is a song. And then four minutes of it is like a chase scene. And then three minutes, like, I was like, this episode's 20 minutes long. or There's nothing.
1: And then they cram everything into 20 minutes. But okay, so I think this is a lot of setup for Guardians Three because we have obviously Groot who evolved to like Geodude. Dude, you know, <laughs> and then and then we have a really big plot point was dropped here, which is yeah. the Guardians are now in possession of Nowhere, and mm-hmm. not only that, they bought it from the collector. So we, I thought the collector died. During Infinity War, I thought Thanos had killed him to get yeah. the Reality Stone. So now we know Benicio del Toro survived, and I'm really excited about that. My
0: my cousin, have I told you all that I'm related to him? No, were oh you really? What? You get him on a podcast. <laughs> the wildest thing is that, so my mom's maiden name is Del Toro, and like my mom, the moment he became famous, my mom was like, "I bet we're related to him. We have to be related to him." She found out he is from the town over in Puerto Rico that she is from, and she was like. I, we're related to him. There's no way we're not. And I was like, Mom, he just has the same last name. Like, there's no way we're related to this celebrity. Well, this year, my mom finally joined Facebook and connected with all her Puerto Rican relatives, and he was in a family photo that she showed me. Oh, <laughs> I was oh like, my god! Oh, okay. you were right. She's like, I told you. And like, I guess in Puerto Rico, it is a smaller island. I guess that would track that if it's like you're that close. In proximity to each other, and you have the same last name, and it's a very small island. I guess that would track that, like you're going to be related, right?
2: Nothing makes sense.
1: Okay, but okay. So your cousin is really hot (laughs) in excess baggage with Alicia Silverstone. Wow. I mean,
0: (laughs) I don't even remember that.
1: You're okay. Do yourself a favor. Just hit pause and go watch that, and that's going to be our next episode. But. Um, I guess I'm attracted to the entire like family then. <laughs> you know how adorable I think you are, and now apparently your cousin or your brother or whatever, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my god. Like, or
0: your brother. He could be your brother. Or your brother.
1: Like, I don't care, Familydick.com Like oh my god. So
0: <laughs> See what you did, Hammy. See what you. I did. know. I'm <laughs> so
2: sorry. I, can, can I do one off? more complaint before I start saying nice things about this? Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I. I think there were too many plot points dropped for such a short... In what is essentially one episode, they were like, yeah, we bought Nowhere. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cosmo is a dog that talks. Yeah, Mantis is the sister. Like, it just felt like there was all these huge plot points that they were like, yeah, we can do this in 20 minutes. We don't need to really tell a story. And I read that James Gunn was saying he came up with this idea and then wrote it in three days,
1: which it feels like it was written in three days. That's so Yeah, me? yeah. I think Kevin Feige um, said something to the effect of exactly that, Hammy. He was here, like, yo, we said maybe we can do like a holiday special. And three days later, James Gunn came with like the, the script.
2: So but I, now I, everything will be positive. So it's I, fine.
0: <laughs> I will say, I was so I, we you know I live at home. I watched this over dinner with my parents actually, because I was like, well, they were making dinner and I made myself dinner. And I was like, oh, I have to go upstairs and watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And they both looked at me and I was like, oh, I bet you both don't know there's a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Because my parents actually do really like the MCU movies. Um, And Guardians is my dad's like favorite. Um, Because my dad, like Alien and Star Trek and Star Wars are like my dad's favorite. So like that tracks. So my dad was like, can we put it on now? And I was like, "Yeah, it's probably." And then I, I figured I was like, "I think it's only forty five minutes, but that's probably ten minutes of credit, so it's probably only a half hour." And then that was true. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, my mom kept—I mean, Day Spring, you know—a Hispanic mother. It was just like question after question after question after mm-hmm. question the entire fucking time. So I missed. I was like, oh, I guess they just own nowhere. I didn't know. I when I don't know when there was dialogue to say that they bought it, well, but I did miss that dialogue. Um so,
1: so is that gonna be setting up? Here's the here's a question I want to pose. Is it gonna be setting up what's going on at the end of Eternals, right? Because we did get a Kingu reference here. We have Nowhere, which is a dead celestial head. Are we gonna get? Wait, them... what was the
0: reference to
2: him? There was a reference to him in this.
1: Uh, there's a banner of his movies when when they're jumping through LA. There's a couple, yeah. When they're in the the
2: Hollywood theater too, there's a poster for one of his movies there too. And wasn't wasn't there another? Was it
0: Multiverse of Man? One of the movies had a reference, or one of the shows, right? Was it Miss Marvel? It might have been Miss Marvel
1: like one of the one of the shows
0: or one of the movies this year also referenced chingo i wanted to
1: i want to say was she hulk but i could be wrong i don't remember remember. you're not wrong you're not wrong i just don't remember where right um but so
0: i i i like that we moved a little bit of those pieces without it being like a big thing um i couldn't remember where we left because we've seen cosmo in both movies right hasn't There've been like a cameo from Cosmo in both. Yeah, he
1: had a he had a cameo in, in one, but he, he was like in the background. Like it was really innocuous.
0: Um I because I really did I I mean, of course, I like a little dog that is telepathic and whatever. Like I I I like Cosmo in the comics. Um, so I was excited for the addition of Cosmo here. Um and I felt like they did it in a like organic way. I was just like, yeah, he's there, it's fine. We don't need to like pause and explain it. Um the nowhere thing, I was like. Oh, cool. I guess do they live there now? Oh, they seem to own it? Alright, great. But I will say Deep Space Nine is my favorite Star Trek. So like I like a like this is where we live in space, and everyone else can come visit us in space here, but also we can do other things in space. Like I like having like a big home base.
1: Yeah. I agree. then it could be
0: like it could be like Xavier's mansion, you know, or like or fucking uh whether it be hit or miss or not, but like Krakoa, where it's like, oh, good, we can just have a bunch of people living there that are like space people, and they can come in and out of shit. Well, so
1: oh, like, I'm having a malfunction. One, so Cosmo here, though, I that was a woman's voice, right? That thing, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think, I think, so, yeah. Like, I think, I need, I think Cosmo now is is a girl, and and I, yeah, I didn't catch that until now because I was looking at the Wikipedia page. But two, okay, so that was my other big thing that I, I. Where I didn't think it was that good, I love the idea that they're occupying nowhere, and it could be a hub. Exactly what you said, Ian, about like Krakoa, and who whoever wants to show up can show up there. Why didn't they do any Easter eggs like with the Shi'ar or the Scrolls or stuff like? Especially since we had a Captain Marvel Easter egg here. Yeah. You know, I just oh, I thought it was some missed opportunities.
0: Tammy, uh, uh counterpoint, since I know you did not love all the Easter eggs. Hmm?
2: Yeah, no, I think we had enough Easter eggs. No, <laughs> so the, you know what the craziest thing about this is? Is like, I didn't, so I would say that I liked it. Like, I'm probably skipping ahead a little bit, but like, my, at the end of this, if we were to give it a, le- a letter rating, it would be a decent letter rating, but- I just like didn't feel fulfilled by it. So I was like, I went on YouTube and I was like looking up every review video, every Easter egg video, and they were all good. I got to the point where I was Googling Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is bad and still nothing (laughs) bad was coming up. And I was like, okay, I've made like a fatal flaw. There is something wrong with the way that I've been viewing this. And, but there were just so many Easter egg videos that were like, literally like a hundred Easter eggs you missed. And I was like, shit. I literally did miss all 100 of these. There's too many Easter eggs in. Th- well, okay, two
1: Easter eggs per minute is a bit much. Okay, but those are just clickbaits. Like those are just people hyper analyzing every single little thing. I mean, it meant more terms like Easter eggs on like the MCU and like the world building they've established. You know oh, what I mean? Like when
2: when they had the little clip of
1: Mephisto.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't even yes, like especially Mephisto.
1: You're <laughs> right. Yes, I love that part. <laughs>
0: Okay, so I I do again.
1: Sammy, stop it. You're you're Ingrid energy right now. I can't. I'm so sorry.
0: So like, and I mean, you know, Dayspring does this too. Like sometimes you say Easter egg, but like I feel like Easter egg has a different meaning now, right? It kind of just means like any kind of like reference or not. It doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be what like, the same way a lot of terms online don't really mean what they originally meant to me. I mean, I just learned on Twitter today that Mary Sue was a term coined by women as a joke, and then people took it and ran with it, um, mm. yeah. like it was like to- coined by Star Trek writers, apparently. Um, but anyway, but like I, I do feel like Easter egg kind of uh, has a different meaning now, and so like it could just be like, oh, this could be a nod to that, but it doesn't mean that that's what it was. Right, and right. like, and
2: yeah, Easter egg and videos do- will be like, here's an Easter egg. Cosmo is Russian, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's not an <laughs> a Easter doll. egg.
1: Well, so there were like, so before I went into watching it, cause I watched it a few days after pub, everyone was like, Oh, there's an X-Men Easter egg. You know, you got to watch to see it. And I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. Like, fuck what? yeah. She are in here. Um, in the opening credits, you can see Kitty from the uncanny X-Men oh cover, my God. For the holiday special or the holiday issue. And also the David Nakayama cover of Jean and rogue, um, sipping coffee. That's it. That's not an Easter egg. That's just art. In the intro, you know, an Easter egg would right. be having John Cena and Margot Robbie, you know, in that little map. And there's a suicide <laughs> that is an Easter egg, you know, and right. I think Paul Gossler was in there too. Yeah, he was. That was yeah, it was my <laughs> problem. Oh God, I took me back. Oh, Mark Paul Gossler and say by the Bell. But uh, I was an AC Slater. I agree boy. with you. It's just, <laughs> arr, it's infuriating. But like,
0: and also I don't, I really don't mind the Easter egg stuff like that because it really isn't. You don't have to, like, you all mentioned there was a Kingo banner. I fucking missed that. And, like, that's okay. You know what I mean? It's not, like, you're
2: not going to, like, totally miss
0: the movie or miss the, the point of the thing if you
2: don't see But how Easter- much time did James Gunn spend saying, these are the funny things I'm going to put in it, rather than saying, like, I'm going to write something that's good? Right. Like, he said, I'm going to do a bunch of Easter eggs, a bunch of jokes, a bunch of overdone bits, rather than actually writing something. And I'll just say Mantis is his brother. And then that'll be out of the way. I don't, no one, even though that's the most important part. And like, I got teary eyed at the end too, genuinely. Like, I think she sells that scene at the end when she's telling she him does, that right? so well. And like, but that is not what this plot is about at all. It's just a sentence at the beginning and a sentence at the end, and we're done. Yeah. And the rest is just fucking bits and Kevin Bacon doing British accents and saying he's Batman.
0: <laughs> Hammy the Grinch.
1: Jeez. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Well, no, stop! Don't talk to me anymore. I'm done. No, no, no. no. Wait, 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 Hammy. Though, in fairness to you, here's the thing, though. Like, I, I, I want to defend. I want to defend this in a smart way, please. I, I don't disagree with you. I really do not disagree with you. I think though, Bob Iger created Disney Plus, and they realized they needed more content. And from my understanding, Marvel was instructed they have to turn out stuff. So I'm pretty right. sure they they're throwing everything and stuff that's like half bait into Disney plus just so they have content. And unfortunately you get situations like this, which again, I liked it, but I wasn't expecting much going into this. The one thing that I I think makes me feel very unfulfilled with this holiday special is that I don't think it really truly did set up the guardians, especially since they dropped guardians three, especially since they dropped the teaser for guardians three this last week. (laughs) And there's no there's no common denominator between the holiday special and the trailer like none of those plots are there and, and i agree with you i don't i i think that it was probably a little half baked
2: but it was fun I know yeah. I'm gonna end up watching it next Christmas too. It's no Hawkeye. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I'm gonna watch I'm Hawkeye every year for the rest of my life. Love Hawkeye so
0: much. I'm so glad there's a safe space where we can all because people hate on Hawkeye and it is one of the best
2: ones. No, it's
0: it's
1: Elena and Kate Bishop. What is to hate?
0: Right, right. Ugh. Um. I, a thing that did make me misty eyed, and it's because I love him so much. When she saw the guy dressed as Captain America, and she's like, oh, "It's Steve," and she like runs over to him, and he runs away. I was like. Wait, that's cute. Like she was excited to see him and she like didn't realize it was just like some guy in a costume. I thought that was like very fucking cute.
1: I thought so cute. I thought it was really cute too. Although Captain Marvel was far more popular in the MCU than she is in the real world, because I've never seen someone as Captain Marvel on the Hollywood Boulevard, sadly. I
2: thought it was a really clever thing to do that I had never seen done before to have them go to in front of the Hollywood theater yeah. or no i'm kidding they already did that in hawkeye it's been done james gunn it's not funny anymore they weren't in front of the no the they men's... were in times square yeah thank you <laughs> like...
1: oh god okay <laughs> Wait, what is this is dark Hammy on the podcast i love it <laughs> we're usually so cheerful we we, I we know remember. i know hottest Marvel legends that I haven't pubbed yet, like six months ago. And I've been editing it and you are so happy in it. You're so nice. And here you are. So what has your father been teaching you? Can I, no, can I tell you the <laughs> honest truth? I genuinely, a little boy, <laughs>
2: I love, I love guardians so much. And like the, the guardians three trailer was incredible. Like I, it yeah. was just so good. And I just, I love this team so much. And I've had so much like vitriol towards, uh, pratt recently i don't know why (laughs)
1: um Mm.
2: and so like i just i don't know what it was about this like i don't know if my expectations were just too high because i i'm coming off suicide squad with james gunn which is so good i'm coming Mm. off the news that he's gonna take over dc which i'm so excited about and i i love christmas and i'm like oh boy strap in for fucking the best thing you're ever (laughs) gonna watch and i was like they fucking half-assed it Like, this thing you've been so excited for is the thing that, like, everyone toned it down for and just needed to pop out content. And I think that's why I'm upset is, like, I just wanted too much. And
1: I I recognize that in myself because... (laughs) And you're right, though. This has been hyped for a long time. This is years at this point because it definitely got put on hold because of the pandemic. Um, You know what, sidebar, I'm not that excited for James Gunn taking you know, over DC. Okay, I, fair. I like James Gunn quite a bit. I do like James Gunn uh, quite a bit, but I don't know. I, Black Adam was, uh, yeah, I don't know. But he didn't I'm, do that movie. I know he didn't do that movie, but I'm just thinking like, what I'm trying to say is that I don't think like the DC EU needs new direction. It needs like just fresh reboot from scratch. And I think that's what probably Flashpoint is supposed to do. But yeah. that's still not his movie. And I don't know. I, I didn't... I don't know. I, I, let's see where they go with this, you know, with, with Guardians 3. There was a lot of hate online for the Guardians 3, especially Will yeah. Poulter. Will, Will, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. I, I thought he looked great. I thought I was like, I can't wait to thirst after him.
1: I was like, whap, right there. I was like, <laughs> you look yeah. great. I'm, I'm here for it.
0: And, like, Adam Warlock was a big part of, like... <clears throat> for us nerds of a certain age, like, the comics we read, like, he, w- him and Thanos were, like, the center of all those crossovers in Marvel Universe. Yeah. So, like, Infinity I, Watch.
1: I, Infinity Watch. This is great.
0: Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Infinity Watch. Infinity Crusade is, like, the one that I remember reading, like, I was so excited to go, like, I think I bought those at, like, the pharmacy that was, like, across the street from where we lived. Oh. Um, And I would, like, always look for the new issue of Infinity Crusade. And that's, like, one of the worst ones. But, like, I was just like just old enough to like actually fully, I don't know, like I don't know that understand, but like you know what I mean, like fully like read them and like get what was going on.
1: Yeah, no, it 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 was so for everyone at home. Infinity Gauntlet was the first part, which in the MCU is Infinity Wars, and then you had Infinity Infinity Crusade, and it was just this big three part story. And Adam Warlock plays a significant role in this. And I, I, I can only hope that's where they're going with having him come into the MCU. But yeah, so
2: all right, we're gonna we'll wrap this up. Uh, we'll wrap this up. Are you kidding me? We haven't talked about Kevin Bacon. We <laughs> there's so much more. I'm not going anywhere. I'm I'm riled up. You boys got me <laughs> real riled up. I, don't, I can't sleep tonight. It's it's almost 10 p.m. here, but there's no way I'm going to bed now. Um, <laughs> Kevin Bacon.
0: Almost 10 p.m. as if that's like 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Anna. I'm just a little baby. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Um. So yes, let's talk about Kevin Bacon. Hammy, you can start. What do you think?
2: I was okay with it. I think there was too much of him, okay. but I think um the way that the other characters interacted with him were great. I think the chasing was some of the best action that we've gotten in a while. Honestly, <laughs> watching Mantis kick ass was great. Watching uh, Drax fucking just wreck a bunch of cops was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Felt real good.
0: I actually did really like when she like hands them the fucking candy change. Like, here you go. Now we're even. And I was like, wait, I like this. (laughs) No, that
2: whole candy, that was the one thing that like really hit with me was like, anytime there was Christmas stuff, I did really like it. So, like, Drax being obsessed with the little man, the little weird man or whatever he kept (laughs) calling it, I loved. And when he (laughs) described the candy cane as her little man, and she was like, in what way does this look like a man? I fucking (laughs) died. I was cackling. Uh, But yeah, Kevin Bacon was okay. It's, it was a weird plot point for me. Um, Mm -hmm. but you know what? We got some good comedic moments from it, so I'll take it. Yeah. I
1: thought it was really great. I, I mean, obviously he's referenced, you know, in the franchise, Mm -hmm. he's a great warrior. So I loved it. I thought it was really funny. I wonder what they would have done if they couldn't get Kevin Bacon. Like, is there like an alternate script out there where they put someone else in there? Like Alyssa Milano or someone <laughs> else or David Hasselhoff? You know what I mean? I, so. I was
0: wondering about that too, actually, now, I was like, I wonder if they were just like, who can we get that will do this and like have fun doing it? And they just like went through like a Rolodex of actors,
1: right? Exactly. Like people they mentioned and all that stuff. Because like realistically, if Kevin Bacon had a scheduling conflict, they, they need to have a contingency plan for it. Right. Yes. I'm sorry that he's not in the MCU in, in a proper way because he was an awesome Sebastian Shaw in X-Men First Class. I mean he really wasn't like a straight yeah. adaptation of the comic book, but for what it was in first class, I thought he was great. Hmm. <laughs> Are hey, go to your, your dads are gonna fight right now?
2: <laughs> oh God! Oh God!
0: We're not. We're there's no fighting. I I just we res, we that we revisited that movie for the podcast like whatever summer I did summer of X Men. Oh,
1: I really didn't like like revisiting it. I I remember everyone just revisited it and I would be like, thanks for the invite. <laughs>
0: that was before we knew each other, um, and like. I remember when everyone was like, oh no, it's like the best X Men movie, and being very excited to see, and then seeing it and feeling like that was all right. When I revisited for the podcast,
1: I was like, this is fucking long and boring, and everyone's boring. Um, Okay, we're going to talk about this later. This is going to be a a, a separate episode. You're going to come on Power of X Men. We're going to make you watch. We're (laughs) cleaning like this class. It's not even a long movie. It's like two full hours, and it feels like five. (laughs) on movie it's shorter than the first x-men I think <gasps> quote me on that
0: well all right well whatever but i do think he's good um i like stir of echoes that's a really good horror movie that he's in no i don't with stir of echoes it's like they move into a neighborhood they're being haunted by ghosts but then the ghosts it's like you're very typical like then the ghost is just trying to like tell them that the the man that murdered her still
1: lives on the block and like, he was, wait, I'm getting this confused with Hollow Man where he was like do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. That's what I'm getting confused here I'm just googling this right now. Oh my god Elizabeth Shue was in that movie yeah. oh, I love
0: Elizabeth Shue. But so I will say I agree with both of you. I do think there was times when it felt weird that we were spending so much time with Kevin Bacon but like <laughs> it was fun. Like in that scene the scene in the ship when they're talking to him that I will say Hammy I was like this is going on a little long. Like when he's like doing different accents and stuff. And I was like, all right, come on.
2: I do get a little antsy too. Whenever I have to watch Mantis enter someone's mind and make them not believe what they want. Right. Yeah. When she, when she made the, the, the woman give her the map for free and then asked for all of her money. I was like, I feel kind of, I know it's a bit like, it's a joke, but I was like, I feel kind of, Yucky that Mantis just stole a bunch of money from this woman by using her powers.
1: I um, I've argued like, several points in the past, Tammy, and I was, always, people were always, like, you're nitpicking and stuff like that. It's like, no, it's this poor innocent person just lost her money and could get in trouble for not yeah. having <laughs> no
2: money. But it's fine because I love Mantis. So, <laughs> oops, <laughs> oops, I'm problematic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I,
0: I, I was trying to think of how that would have looked with a different celebrity. Um, and I liked that Kira Sedgwick really was the voice of Kira Sedgwick in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very weird. Yeah. But you know, um, but yeah, no, I did like the Kevin Bacon of it all. Um, I was a little like, but wait, they're basing this off Peter Quill's stories. Peter Quill. I was like, does he not know that Kevin Bacon's an actor? No, he does. But then he would have told the story like that. like,
1: He wouldn't have said, like, he would have said the character's name, right? Well, yes. But also, here's the thing. They would know that Kevin Bacon isn't the world's greatest hero because he wasn't there in the fight against Thanos. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... Like that's a little flawed logic, there. You know, like when you start scratching the surface a lot, there.
2: I can't um, believe you're both about to make me s- stick up for this fucking episode. Oh,
1: Jesus fucking Christ! I was about to say, Hammy. I mean, now
2: you have me hating on this. I know. <laughs> I I felt the ex- literally exact opposite. Like, I was like, I think Peter Quill like was always lying to everyone to make these Earth people seem like they are so much more than they were. Cooler. Like I don't yeah. think Peter Quill really believed that Kevin Bacon was like this hero and the whole bit of drax and mantis is they just don't understand earth or get anything right. um right so i can i can totally I, I buy it Them being like oh my god this is like the greatest hero of earth
1: no and- he wasn't there with thanos
2: though there that was a be- lot of people there with thanos Do you think mantis knows every name of everyone <laughs> who was there no he could have been there. Santa's never interacted with Steve, though, and she knew it was Steve. Well, Steve has a fat ass and a great suit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Very good counterplay. His ass look great in this, too. He? <laughs> he was looking good, I'll be honest. Yeah. Only,
1: I thought he was hot here, and the only other time I thought he was really hot was when he guest starred on Will and Grace. It was <laughs> so hot when him and Will were dancing. Like Teenage Paul was like all flustered. He Ooh, does,
0: he really has. Sometimes he does it for me. Sometimes he doesn't. He did do it for me in this. He has like a face that looks like he'll be mean to you. And like, depending on my mood, sometimes that's hot. Sometimes, Oh, I dear
2: Lord. It. Separate. <laughs> save it for nudie Judy, buddy. Save it for nudie Judy.
0: <laughs> we will dismantle Lord. that later,
2: Hammy. <laughs> oh my God. We need to have a talk.
0: <sighs> I'm a problem. Um, What was the other thing you wanted to bring up, Hammy?
2: Who me? Nothing. Yeah. All good stuff, of course. Of course, of course.
1: Oh my god. Um, I have two more things I want to bring up too. Though. You
2: go, you go, Day Spring. I'm just having yeah. a great time with you
1: boys tonight. I just <laughs> I don't want it to end. So no. okay. One thing I thought was really kind of like too on the nose for me was Nebula's gift to Rocket, which we have to talk about. Oh, Which my god. was Bucky's yeah. arm. I thought that was too on the nose. Like I thought it was cute, you know, when they were together. In Infinity War, you're like, I want that arm. I'm going to get that arm. But to like to actually like execute, I don't know. It seemed a little too packaged. Does that make sense? I liked mm-hmm. it. I liked it. No, It's fine as a callback. I get it. But it was such a meme. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm not um, fine with it. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I'm not <laughs> fine know. with it. trying to be a good guest here and not arguing for another child. Loki, <laughs> Nebula
2: gets a lot of hate, but she was actually my favorite part of this. I don't know what There's, it was no. about when she was dancing. I fucking cackled yes. when she was like, you can't outrun me bacon. I fucking died. Like <laughs> I, I was just so, I don't know. I don't know why I was so enthralled by her, but I was just obsessed. So that the arm landed with me, but not because it made a good plot point more just because I was in the thrall yeah. of, of Nebula at the point. I
0: I Nebula. So my like hot take on guardians galaxy is, In the first movie, I don't think Nebula is that good. Correct. But then in the second movie, she is very good. Correct. And then in Endgame, she is very good. And, like, I don't quite know how, like, what... I couldn't really pinpoint the difference. But, I, yeah, I love her now, and I didn't used to. And I... Hammy, I noticed that dancing, and I was like, wait, I fucking love that. I love when, like actors can just like do a weird little dance that feels that makes sense for the character. And it did make sense that she was like kind of angry dancing, but also like just <laughs> moving her hips and her shoulders. Like.
2: Oh, it killed <laughs> me. It, it, it literally killed me.
0: Um, And I, I, I like the arm only because that felt like a comic book thing. I will say day spring. That's, like it felt, I was like, where'd she get that? But I was like, also. shown
1: I wish that we would have just gotten like a short or like, you know, like family guy style. Like where do, how did you get it? Get it? And it just cuts there and you just see Sebastian Stan's arm like coming off. But <laughs> listen, I love Nebula for, uh, end game, the opening scene where with her and Tony and then when Ugh. they land on earth and her and rocket look at each other and they know they're the only two left and they hold hands. I cry. Uh, right.
0: I I can remember being like, oh my god, wait. Cause by the second movie, I did like I said, by in Guardian's of the Galaxy 2, I did really like her, but I was like, I never thought this character would make me feel emotional, but yeah, that it's like they know all their friends are dead and they're the only ones left of yeah. their like team. And it's like, oh my babies. Um yeah.
1: I mean that's where like I didn't care that like some Avengers died, you know what I mean? Because you didn't see that heart that they had in guardians. And you understood that this was a gang of misfits that came together and found a tribe. And now they've been decimated and, Oh, it was so beautiful. Well, so beautiful.
0: And not to revisit that, but I do think Endgame, game, the smart thing they did was like very much focusing on the people that were like close. Like the fact yeah. that Bucky was the first one to disappear and it was in front of Steve. Like we know that there's a, you know what I mean? Like, yeah those are two I mean I guess Bucky's not really an Avenger but like whatever of the hero like we know those two characters have such a strong bond so seeing him just be like Steve and then like fully burst into a cloud of dust it was like fuck and like I don't know man that I will say like that I don't that's like I cried so hard I saw that movie with my mom that she was like are you okay you're
1: crying a lot (laughs) I mean, the Wanda and Vision scene. I mean, that was gorgeous. And,
0: like, even with that, like, we hadn't really built them up much. But, like,
1: you know, us, like, comic fags, we we know who they are. And it's like, no! Um, it doesn't even matter. That line he says, like, you could never hurt me. All I'm yeah. going to feel is you. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Gorgeous. Uh, um,
0: but, yeah, no, I I... I don't know what is different about Nebula, but they've like made her more like I. I like her little harshness. I like that she is part of the family, but she also still will be annoyed with them. You know, like I yeah. really like that. Uh, yeah. And I will say, even Peter Quill, and I don't ever want to compliment what's his face,
1: Chris Pratt. I listen. I, I I'm not a fan of Chris Pratt in today's world, but. Back when Guardians came out in 2014, I was so <laughs> in love with him. Yes. His transformation from Parks and Rec to MCU star and, and in uh, Jurassic Park. Oh my God. I was in love with him.
0: Uh, I do think his acting has like, I feel like his acting wasn't that strong in the first one. And I feel like when he's like freaking out about finding out his dad murdered his mom, like that was actually emotional and he sold it. And I was like, oh, did they give him acting classes? Like, what happened? Like, he got better. That
2: is um, 100%. Oh, my God. Ian, 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 Ian. That is exactly how I feel. I feel like Guardians 1, he was, like, straight out of Parks and Rec. It was, like, these yes. funny quips. Like, he couldn't really act. And then, two, he gets he gets good. And then, even in this, like, special, the one scene that he's, like, in where he's walking up to his present and it starts shaking. And you can see his face turn... To realize there's yeah. a human being in it, it's like that could be an acting class. And then even like skipping ahead to something we're not talking about, but him in the trailer for Guardians Three, I was like, yeah. "Fuck, this boy took some acting lessons. Like he's he's really right? giving it now. If only he had voice acting lessons." I know. I
1: was about to say that. Wait, wait did you boys
2: see that fucking meme that's going
0: around? I think it might be a TikTok. It's like a little video where it's like the clip of Chris. Pratt joking. It's like he does like he did a video where he like talks in his regular voice and says, hi, it's me, Mario. Just kidding. I'm not going to do my regular voice when I do Mario. And then it freeze frames and there's just text that oh. says
1: the fuck you didn't change your voice. Oh my God. God. The actual trailer with the exception of the voice acting yes. looks so good. Incredible. As a diehard Mario fan, I was so happy in that scene of Peach hitting the flower. Uh, there, yes. The Oh my gosh, she looks so great. And I even like Anya Taylor's yes. voice. Anya Taylor-Joy's voice for her. And, and
0: I think, what's his face from It's Always Sunny? Like, him doing his regular voice matches. like Luigi, works. yes.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, like,
0: it works for Luigi. Does not work for Mario, but it weirdly does work for Luigi, right?
2: <laughs> <sighs> but
0: anyway, God. now we've gotten
1: very off subject. Uh, yeah, my apologies. Wait, but on, but on the subject of Chris Pratt and Star-Lord, uh, the animated shorts with Yondu that was incorporated here, I <laughs> thought... Very touching, a little too on the nose, and I don't think I needed to know how he got his guns. Right? It was the origin. It's been a couple days since I, I forgot this. about that. That's another <laughs> thought, like. I'm
2: not I complaining. A... No, go <laughs> ahead, Ian. Say say a nice thing. Say a nice thing. It's the Christmas it holiday. You um, thought it was cute.
0: I do agree. We don't need it, but like. I don't know. I felt... I felt... I guess, like, that could be said for this whole thing. Is like, we didn't need it, but I thought it was cute, is how I feel, in general, about this holiday special.
1: As you were crying 20 minutes ago.
0: Seriously. (laughs) And, like, they leaned into the, the, like, holiday special of it all, right? And, like, you know, James Gunn said that, like, he... his, like, idea came from, like, the Star Wars holiday special that, like, was, like, the the big, like, you know, the fans couldn't get it anywhere because they didn't put it anywhere because it was so bad, and I don't think I've ever seen it. But, yeah, I don't know. I... A lot of it, like the anime I liked that the I I know you the top, you said you didn't hammy, but I liked that the animation was like that old style Christmas animation. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't think we needed it, but I I didn't bother me. I thought it was cute. I will say when we turned it on, my dad went, Oh, is this animated? I don't want to watch a cartoon. And I was like, No, 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 no. I think it's just a <laughs> I part said of it. The
2: same thing.
0: <laughs> and like only because I had seen the trailer, I was like, no, this is probably just an intro, like.
1: The only thing I want to say, though, like to be a contrarian here is mm. even though it's we are saying like it's cute, but I didn't need it. I'm going to say uh, the baby group shorts that were put out a couple months ago. Did you guys see those? I forgot they existed till
0: we turned this on. And I was like, oh, those baby group shorts. I should watch those.
1: Those are literally cute. And we definitely don't need. You know what I mean? Like, I agree. It's like I liked it i kind of I, here. Here are my feels with it. I liked it. I think it's not a remedy to what's going on with the MCU right now. I think the MCU is very wayward. and now talking to Dark Hammy, I'm like, yeah, you're right. This oh did God. suck. This was the worst no, thing. Oh no, no, no,
2: no, no. <laughs>
1: like so, so th- that's sort of where I'm landing with this feelings. I think though, like the fact that not many people have DM Power of X Men about it. The fact that it premiered and no one really spoke about it. It was kind of like Werewolf by Night, yeah. where. But I just fucking love
0: Werewolf by Night. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: But it did not... But it's, it, it did not gain the popularity it was supposed to, or at least yeah. that you had hoped it would have gotten. It just know? didn't permeate the way that I yeah. think they were expecting it to. Yeah, and
0: I, And I think they didn't... I would say with Werewolf by Night, they... Even this, they didn't promo that much. Like, I feel like I didn't see much promo for either of these. That is very
1: fair. I, I, what is up with their marketing budget, though? Like, they're I mean, not like marketing anything anymore. Like, I don't even like, even though What Kind of Forever had great placements, I don't think I saw a lot of actual ads for the movie.
0: Yeah, I feel like Thor, I saw the most.
1: Yeah, I will agree on th- Thor and Multiverse of Madness.
0: Yes, yes. Um, but like, I, I hope they do more. Ho- like, I werewolf by night of i feel like we can all agree maybe that it was a superior holiday special i Um, I loved it like i fucking loved it and i like the thing that i think worked really well for i mean clearly doesn't matter because like you said not a lot of people were talking about it anyway but the thing that i thought worked really well for werewolf by night is that yes it's still in this universe but like it's completely new and separate and that made it feel like so fresh
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and like you know the fact that it was all these hunters and like you know not most of them were made up except for like Elsa and Jack Russell, but like it worked. Cause you didn't know like who was going to die and who was going to like be an ally and all that shit. And like, I don't know. It was just fun. And it's, that's, that's also like an hour, right? I don't think it's that long. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really short too. Um, I forgot so, what happens, But yeah.
0: Yeah. So like, I would love if they did more holiday specials like this. I like, I don't know. I want them to do a um, Halloween and holiday one, like every
1: year. I'm down. 100%. I thought Dark
0: Hammy would be like, no, no more.
1: (laughs) No. Oh, my God. Canceling fun for the rest of the day.
2: (laughs) This is going to be your worst, like, listened to podcast, because everyone's going to be like, I literally can't listen to this bitch complain anymore. I'm turning this (laughs) off. You're going to get so many DMs that are like, I wanted to listen. You made some really great points. You and Dayspring were so amazing. But that cunt you brought on was just way too much.
0: I know, no, are you kidding me? I I feel like I always get like nice DMs when it's the three of us saying that we have good chemistry. Cause we do.
2: Not no. this time, baby. <laughs> oh my god.
0: god. I'm scared mean. and turned off.
2: <laughs> Just the way I like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you see oh. the way he talks to his stepfather Dayspring? How did you oh raise him?
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, why are you saying I gave birth to him? Oh because well, I'm <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> right. That is that is true, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Is there anything else we want to? I, I feel like we cover now. We've covered the whole thing. I we've done like. it all.
1: We've done it all. Can the we do just mention? Only oh. thing to mention, they did not um have Gamora in it. I was I I was right. shocked by that. They were going to have her at one point.
0: Well, I I do feel like that'll be a plot point in three, like her coming back yeah. to them or them finding her or some yeah. shit.
2: One of the Easter egg videos I watched. Uh, pointed out specifically that when Mantis mentions Gamora, she's not on screen, so it was probably an ADR thing because they didn't know what was going to be mm. happening or if she would be around or what like role she would play. So I think having filmed it during three and not really knowing what was going on with the rest of the universe, they probably just were like, nah nah nah. It's yeah. better not yeah. to put her in it at all because we have no God, idea what I it don't is. even I don't even, what the hell did way. she
0: mention her i don't even remember that
2: <laughs> she just says peter really misses gamora ever since she oh. left but like yeah. they just show drax's face while she's saying it so it's fairly likely that she didn't actually act that line out and they mm-hmm. just added it after yeah that's fair can we do final thoughts because i would like to end on positives but i would also like you guys to go first so i can think of some positive things to say
0: we always end on final thoughts. Oh, here thank God! Yes, FF98, I, know that. Hammy. I know that.
2: I listen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, favorite scene. Day Spring.
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna say the Kevin Bacon chase, oh. which I think Hammy and you had already covered. I thought that was really great. Um final thoughts. I think I already said them. I I went in really excited for it. Enjoyed it. Now I hate it because of Hammy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so well, right. Hammy is soul Christmas, but <laughs> oh I my think God. I think I think if you scratch the, I think if you go in, you turn off your brain, and you're just expecting like a fun Disney Plus, you know, holiday content. It's fine. It's great. So it's not going to shake anything up. But if you start thinking about it a little too much, there's a lot of cracks in the foundation.
0: Okay, and I'll go next, Tammy, to give you some more time. Thank you. I think. I think my favorite scene is them at the gay bar. Like I just, oh, yeah. I, the thing, A thing with me is I'm a sucker for any, if I liked the thing, I really want to watch those characters get drunk or high together. Like I like watching the characters just like get a moment to like, fuck around and like get stoned or high and like have fun. So I liked that they were like doing shots and I liked that the gay guys hit on fucking Drax. Like I, I mean, I feel like they very purposely didn't explicitly say it was a gay bar because it's Disney, but like, it was right there I was mean, a no. there was a Four rainbow nine.
2: flag outside of it when they walk in there's like a a pride oh, flag okay. like posted outside like yeah. that was the first thing i noticed i was like oh shit they put a pride flag in and then they walk in and i was like oh I see, right. I see i see i see i see i had
0: to tell my parents i was like oh they're at a gay bar and my mom was like oh i love that but like my parents did not pick up on that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think that is my favorite part cuz i that's I, Parks and Rec. My favorite episode is the episode where they all get drunk on uh, snake juice. Like I just love that shit. Um, yeah. Amy, what was your favorite scene?
2: I probably the the chase scene with Kevin Bacon as well. Just because I think the, there was so much Christmassiness to it, like mm. all the decorations, all the lights. I felt like it was Christmas. I think Mantis and Drax. That was like the highlight of them being together yeah i i it just mantis really shone shined shone shone shined during that scene <laughs> yeah. and I just like <laughs> she crushed it, and I think I laughed a lot during that scene too, and yeah that That's was probably enough. my favorite scene, but like my overall opinions are like I will keep watching it like i I think I did make i goofed myself by setting my expectations too high and like mm-hmm. listening to my dad's talk about it kind of helps me see like. <laughs> There is a little bit of something special in there. And like, I did like the animation at the beginning. Like I thought it was cute and
1: it was a nice throwback and like, oh, yeah, it, was, and it, it felt was... very Davis and butthead kind of animation, that gritty.
2: Yeah. And like, there's just so many Christmas specials and like old animation that was like, like that. And like, I just, oh yeah, that... <laughs> so many other feelings all right, what, too. What grade do we give it? Hammy? I would say like a, a, a B minus. All right. All right. Uh, day spring. B plus, B plus.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I I think I give it a B plus as well. Um thank you boys both for joining me. This Aww, was lovely to have both of you. I love our so I want everyone to know I named our group DM Sunnydale Thruple because <laughs> everything being buffy. Um thank you all for listening. Uh, if you like slayerfest 98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and anywhere else you get your podcasts you can subscribe to us on Patreon where you can listen to all our bonus episodes and all our My Nudie Judy videos, With sometimes Hammy does with me. And uh, if you want to follow us on social, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I am at IanXCarlos. Hammy, where can everyone find you?
2: Everyone can find me at Hammy73 for the thirst traps or Michael.Ham.Cosplay for cosplay. And uh, I wouldn't recommend Twitter, so... <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Dayspring, where can everyone find you?
1: You guys can hit me up at Power of X-Men on Instagram. That is really the only social media outlet we use for the podcast. (laughs) And You can get the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We are also experimenting with some YouTube content, so please check us out there. We do have Book Club coming up on December 18th. And we are reading Anne Nascente's and Art Adams' Longshot series from the 80s. It's six issues. It's so much fun. We had Anne on the podcast. It's absolutely incredible. And we have another guest coming on Tuesday that I'm so excited about. And it's the producer for the Mutant Academy video game from the uh, early 2000s. What so. a
2: throwback. Oh, my God. Yeah. The polygons
1: of that video game. <laughs> This guy was like, how did you find me? <laughs> and I will tell you how I did afterwards once we're okay. done. Before. Oh my god. All
0: Amazing. right, boys. Well, thank you both for joining me and uh, we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.